Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, it's the uh, end of another weekend, and uh, so you know what that means. It's uh, it's time for uh, another episode of The Hardcore Truth. Uh, I hope you guys had a very good weekend, and I hope it was uh, pretty uneventful. Um, but let's face it, with everything that's going on right now, that's probably not true. So... Um, first and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you again, who, uh, take the time out of your busy lives to listen to this little podcast that I do without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do it. So, uh, thanks. So this episode this week is, um, something that I've kind of touched on in past, uh, episodes and I'm actually really going to go ahead and dive into it tonight. And that is the whole spiel of uh, censorship, if if you want to call it a spiel. It's not really a spiel because it's actually what is happening right now, uh, even more so. But this isn't a new concept. This is has this actually has been something that's been going on for a really long time. So um, I'm going to go ahead and um, start the episode with a quote. Voltaire once said, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. This is a very important quote about censorship, simplified to make us understand that it does not matter who holds power. If they don't want you to say what you want to say, if they want you to be silent and obedient, threats will always make their point very clear. And this is something that... um any opposition is quite successful at doing and actually being successful at is uh, making threats and being able to follow through with them and getting what they want. Um, We've seen it so many times and I'll dive into that later on. So um, it's, uh, it's ever present as the years go by, we see more and more uh, restrictions of free speech, free ideals, and free thought, shored up by the demands of compliance. Okay, and this is what I was just talking about right here. Failure to do so makes this individual a social pariah. Denounced as described in George Orwell's 1984, which is a really, which is a very real thing. Okay, we see it all the time, all the time with athletes, with politicians, with corporation heads. It doesn't matter. We see it happen all the time, right? Um, so as someone who is involved in the spread of hate, and that's what this is, let's not misconstrue that, okay? And are deemed an enemy of, they, they're deemed an enemy of humanity. Pretty much. I mean, they, they are. I mean, they, they turn out be, to be the worst person in the world. They're, you know, literally a Nazi or, you know, they're literally, you know, this, that, and the third. Okay, I mean, they'll they'll call this person or if it's a group of people that they're going after at that point in time. doesn't matter. They will find whatever foul, uh, sadistic name that they could actually call these people in order to get them to be silenced okay 
Um, so, a question, as I like to pose in every episode that I do, um, how has it gotten to this point where every word we say is put under a microscope and it's scrutinized? How did we get here? That's what I want to know. How is it that we've come to the point where a difference in opinion or belief has become the ultimate deciding factor on whether someone um, could have their lives ruined or possibly in trouble with the law? Okay, I mean, it's understood. It's generally understood. In civilized society, there's things, there's things that you don't say and there's things that you shouldn't say okay but it's actually gotten to the point now where these things could actually get you locked up okay it's it's not it's not so much anymore where you know oh this person said this about that person or you know whatever and and then that person was just thought of as a fool or ignorant now you can literally go to jail over it and this is exactly what I think George Orwell was talking about. Okay, you could literally be denounced and then be detained over it. This, this, this is where we're at, okay? This is peak totalitarianism. That's what this is. This is what we're seeing right now. This is what this is, okay? So, um... It seems that somewhere along the way, some people took Mr. Orwell's book as gospel instead of the warning against this very thing as it was intended. So it's always we see, um, you know, 1984 wasn't supposed to be an instructional manual. Well, apparently that's what it has become to many different types of people out there. Okay, and it doesn't matter which side of the spectrum you fall on, whether you, you fall on, you know, conservatism or liber, uh, uh, liberalism, it doesn't matter. Because you're going to offend someone somewhere, sometime it's going to happen. And in the past, that's just what it was. People just got their feelings hurt. Okay, and then that was usually the end of it. But now, like I said, you can go to jail for it. You could lose your livelihood over it. Your whole life, your whole reputation could be destroyed within a matter of nanoseconds. Okay, this is the society that we live in nowadays. You know, it's, and, and like I said before, you know, in, in the past, there were things that, you know, you didn't say. And now it was all well and good. You know, if you did say it, you were just thought to be ignorant or you were just thought to be a fool. But now you can literally lose your freedom over it and the question that that nobody really seems to be willing to talk about is how did we get to that point okay so I mean it seems that um, especially nowadays there's a monopoly on speech okay um, the question we should be asking ourselves is who does this all benefit all right. If we are uh, browbeated to believe that having our own opinion is socially dangerous or that having a difference of opinion in any way is equal to intolerance or hate of someone 
and or their beliefs that we are easily controlled and herded into a groupthink reality. And this unfortunately is happening. It's happening this very minute. It's happening this very second where everybody all of a sudden, if you disagree with someone or something or what somebody believes in, you're either a Nazi, a racist, or whatever. And that's simply not true. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I, I understand the sensitive nature of what's going on right now. I get that. Okay, I do. And I'm not trying to downplay it in any way, shape, or form. But if somebody, di if somebody has a different opinion or different, um, a different belief than you do, that doesn't automatically make that person evil. It doesn't automatically make that person racist. And, and to be quite frank with you, I'm, I'm tired of hearing it. Because as soon as you start calling everybody a racist, you really just destroy the actual meaning of that word. You actually water it down. Okay? I mean, it's just, I mean, you just can't go around and just calling everybody a racist when they're not. Simply because they have a difference of opinion than you do. That's not how things work. That's not how this works. Okay, I mean, you're, you're really taking what, what folks went through and the time where racism was really rampant in this country and all the things that they, they had suffered through. You're really watering down the word. You really are. And to be honest with you, it just, it just becomes another word with no meaning anymore. I mean, sure, yeah, there are racists out there. Absolutely. I'm not denying that. This whole thing about, you know, <clears throat> Americans being systemically racist and everything like that, you know, this, that, and the third, or white people are systemically, uh, systemically racist and, you know, they're white supremacists. But let me tell you something. I have never in my life, nor have people that I associate with personally on a daily basis, has ever thought they were superior than anyone else solely on the fact because they're white. That, that is the most absurd thing I have ever heard. Yes, there are people who are like that, 100%. And those people are ignorant and they're stupid. Okay? But just because I'm white, I don't automatically think that. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So, it's just, it, it's just when this happens, any and all free-thinking individuals are seen as a threat. They're seen as a viable threat to this system, okay, and its agenda. And it must, and, and it must be and will be silenced at any and all costs. And like I said, we see this all the time, and we have been seeing this. Okay, I mean, you, I mean, you have. Take for example, okay, you have an athlete who says something, and then it offends somebody. All of a sudden, they lose everything. Okay, they lose their, you know, they lose their uh, sponsorships. Uh, they start not playing games anymore 
and then next thing you know it they're not even on the team anymore now that's that kind of pales in comparison to the regular person okay because these you know athletes are millionaires and billionaires okay and the rest of us have to work for a living but it still matters that it goes to show you that this kind of behavior and this kind of thinking has no boundaries no one is safe it doesn't matter you could be the poorest of the poor or you could be the richest of the rich it still will affect you a hundred percent okay this seems drastic and dramatic but over the past decade or so it has become a reality we see this happen all the time on social media especially social media okay and in main, uh, mainstream media we are constantly lectured on how the individual idea is considered selfish absurd and even at times immoral now this is very important because how many times if you voice an opinion that differs than anybody else you are automatically lambasted for just having that opinion how many times are you lectured and told how stupid you are because it doesn't go with the status quo it doesn't go with what they're trying to say okay it doesn't go with their agenda and you could back this up with fact all day long it doesn't matter the simple fact that what they believe is right and you are wrong your facts are wrong even though if they, they are facts they're still wrong because it goes against their belief okay um, one favorite tactic used, and we see this a lot, okay? One favorite tactic uh, used is using religion to attack uh, the one going against the grain of, of groupthink and herd mentality, okay? Using that person's God in which they believe in against them, asking them questions. What would God think about you doing or saying that? Okay, we, we that, that's something that likes to be laid upon people quite often. Okay, what would God think that, about what you're saying or what you're doing? And this is, you know, it's, it's one of, I guess you could say, like, kind of the end-all be-all. Because you really don't have anything coming, you know, to come back with that on. And they know that, so they use that against you, Okay. And another one, another favorite one that these people like to use, another tactic used is always children being used as hypothetical shields to bolster their argument. Okay? Everything that, you know, they try to do, it's always for the children. And this was, a, this was something that, and if you're a 90s baby, you, uh, you remember this very well. Um, it was always, you know, what about the children? Someone please think of the children. What about the children? See, they like to exploit children as much as possible. Okay, because who's going to say, well, who cares about the children? Okay, because as soon as you say that, you're a monster. All right? So that's not going to fly. That's not going to work. Just like utilizing, you know, God, they utilize children as well. And like I said, you know, they like to use it as a, as a hypothetical shield to bolster their agenda. Okay. Because it's all about deflection. 
you have to answer their questions, but they don't have to answer yours. Because like I said, all they got to do is throw this stuff in your face, okay? Well, along with threats. Threats usually come after that. Um, <clears throat> so what it comes down to is using fear to scare the outlier into falling in line with the rest. And that's exactly what it is. They use fear to force you to comply. Because if you don't comply, your life is going to be ruined. And trust me, they will stop at nothing to ruin your life and bring you down. It will happen. It's happened so many times. So many times. Okay? So, you know, that's just, you know, a couple things to think about. And these are things that, you know, like I said, you really don't have to think about it. Because you see it all the time. We're seeing it right now. I mean, you can't go on social media right now and voice an opinion that differs that uh, that differs than the popular opinion or not even really the popular opinion but the opinion of the people that are on there right now okay um like i said i mean there there's a meme that shows a guy it says you know having an opinion online and he steps up and then like you know 900 arrows strikes him right i mean that's exactly what it's like as soon as you voice your opinion on something here comes the attacks so um one thing that i'd like to uh something else that i'd like to talk about as well uh is regarding in uh censorship in the law okay and this is where the waters get a little murky all right um, we all know that censorship is supposed to be, it's supposed to be illegal. Okay. You're not supposed to censor the press. You're not supposed to, you know, forcibly censor anyone. Okay. Um, that our, um, that our first amendment protects our right for free speech, but still there are ways that they find to limit or outright silence it. Over time, the Supreme Court has established guidelines or tests for defining what constitutes protected and unprotected speech. And that's where it gets money. Okay? Because here's some of, here are some of the examples of such. Okay? You have the bad tendency test. Abrams versus United States in 1919. Okay, that was basically um, a lawsuit where they could talk bad about the war. Okay. The clear and present danger test, that, that was Schneck versus uh, the United States, also in 1919. Then you had the preferred freedom doctrine of Jones versus uh, the city of Oplica in 1943. I might have butchered that. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce that, but hopefully I said it right. <clears throat> and um, then you had the strict scrutiny or compelling state interest test. And that was uh, Korematsu versus the U.S. in 1944. So you have the Supreme Court uh, running these tests. Okay. To see basically what they 
can and cannot censor. I know it's a little kind of confusing here, but stay with me, all right? So not only do you have that, all right? So with this also comes the um, issue of unpro uh, protected, unprotected speech, which includes, and this is important, libel and slander, fighting words, and I'll get to the definition of that in a minute, obscenity and sedition. Okay, these are, un these are supposed to be unprotected. Okay. So, um, we all know what a few of these already are. I don't have to explain to you what li uh, libel and slander are. I don't have to explain to you what um, obscenity and sedition is. We all know what that is. But let's go back to what the Supreme Court deems fighting words. Okay? And here's the definition to that. Um, let's see. What are fighting words? Fighting words as described in the case of Toblinski versus New Hampshire in 1942, by their very utterance, inflict injury or tend to incite an immediate breach the peace as described by the Supreme Court. That's what the Supreme Court has defined fighting words as. Okay, so let me ask you this. <clears throat> so, if this is not protected speech, okay, this is this is speech that could that you know that could possibly land you in a lot of trouble, and rightfully so, because of the definition of what um, is defined as unprotected speech by the Supreme Court, right? So. With this being said, how many times have we seen politicians use libel and slander, outright obscenity, and fighting words? How many times have we seen that? I mean, hell, we've seen it last week when Nancy Pelosi said on the floor in Congress the remarks against the president. And how is she not getting in trouble for this? The Supreme Court has, has laid this out without question. This is what this is, and this is not okay. This is not protected speech. You cannot invoke First Amendment rights by saying these things. Not only that, but it's also a huge no-no to do that on the floor of the Congress. But because of her political affiliation, nothing's going to happen to her. Now, don't get it twisted. Republicans have done this, this has done the same thing. And those, those people that I'm aware of had nothing happen to them as well. So it is without a doubt, without question, in this country, there are two sets of rules. Rules for them and rules for us. Okay? The political elites 
could do and say whatever they want, when they want, where they want. But us lowly people, the voting base, okay, the only times that they actually care about us is every four years or every so often, you know, when they want something from us. We have rules that we better abide by because if we don't, well, you lose everything for it. Right? That's where this is. That's where this gets interesting. Right there. So. That being as is, okay, that may be well and good with good intentions. But it still can be and is abused by some who wish to silence a different opinion. Okay? Especially nowadays. Where anyone can get away or anyone can get what they wish by claiming that they are offended by a discerning opinion and use these examples to get that person or group censored. Again, we see this happen all the time on platforms such as Facebook and Twitter. How many times have we seen um, people's pay, uh, posts get taken down? How many times have we seen people getting banned from Twitter because they didn't go along with the status quo? Okay, this, this is censorship. That's what this is. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is censorship. <clears throat> so, um, and how did they get away with this? That's an interesting, that's, that's an interesting thing right there. Okay. Um, they get away with it by stating it's against their community standards. All right. If it's an opinion, if it's an opinion that is not that of the ones who run these platforms, okay, it is censored. By claiming that it goes against said community standards. That's how they get away with this. They do this. And they get away with it. Right? It's a claim that they use. So they can say it is to help to protect people. From what they deem as inappropriate or could hurt someone. That's how they get away with it because, you know, it's all about our safety, right? You know, apparently we're not adults and we can't function as adults. So therefore we need to be protected. You know, we're not allowed to hear nasty words or hear, you know, a difference in opinion. Okay. Everybody's got to think the same. Everybody's got to be the same. sheep that's how you get sheep and that's what they want they want that herd mentality that's what they want they don't want an outlier coming in and disagreeing with it because why because it rocks the boat it shakes things up it riles people up and then maybe 
maybe people will start waking up and start realizing, wait, this is wrong. This is a lie. And they don't want that. It's all about keeping everybody in line. That's what it is. That's what the whole goal here is. Is to keep everyone in line. To keep everybody in their nice little, you know, uh, little category. Okay? These people go here. These people go here. These people go here. These people go here. That's what this is all about. It's about keeping us in line. Because remember, if we think outside of the box and start thinking for ourselves, then, you know, things start disappearing. Like your rights, like your freedom, your livelihood, your home, all of that. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting that the same people who used to lobby for freedom of speech are now the ones who are trying to squash it. And I'm looking at you Democrats. That's what I'm talking about. Right there. Somewhere along the lines, you all went from being liberals to straight up fascists. You have Republicans that are doing the same thing. You disagree with anything that they have to say or anything that they're doing? Well, you better look out. Because life as you know it, well, that's going to come to a screeching halt. Trust me, they got the power to do it, and they will do it. We all know this, okay? We're bright individuals, I'd like to think. But it doesn't mean that they're any less dangerous. Because like I said, they'll literally stop at nothing. And I mean absolutely nothing. In order to bring that, that difference of opinion down. They'll straight out lie to try to discredit it. It happens all the time. Just turn on mainstream media, you'll see it. Open a newspaper, you'll read it. Go online, you'll read it too. It's there, and we, you'll see it. So, I digress. <laughs> 31 minutes and 2 seconds. There you go, guys. I know you've been waiting for it, and there's the magic word. <laughs> so, it's, it's something that it's... You'll never... Unfortunately, you'll never see cease and I know this it kind of sounds defeatist but it's true as long as one the government has the amount of power that it currently has or if it all of a sudden amasses more power then the only opinion will be theirs In places like, uh, well, especially in China, they actually have a social credit system or a social scoring system, okay? And basically what this is, they 
they um they grade you on being a good communist. Okay? And if they think that you're not being what they want you to be, then you start losing points on this system. Now, if you start losing points on this system, you can't ride a bus, you can't travel. It'll cost you your job, your home, and eventually you'll just get imprisoned. Now, that's an extreme scenario, but it's still a real one. And it kind of seems like that's what's occurring here. Because, like I said, you have to ca ca uh, constantly be cautious of what you say. Because, like I said, it could cost you everything. We have literally seen this so many times. And I keep reiterating this fact because this is where we are right now. It's going to go from not being, not being able to send a tweet or make a post on Facebook or post something on Facebook. It's going to go much further than that. And we're, we're actually starting to see that now. And like I said earlier on, okay, yeah, I know there are things that you shouldn't say. Okay, you know, there's things that you shouldn't say, there's things that you shouldn't do. But instead of just being an adult about things and just t telling these people to take a hike, no, now we have to, you know, lock them up and take away everything. Okay, and it's it's becoming absurd and it needs to stop. Because if we're not careful, we're going to follow down this slippery slope like we see what's going on in China. Okay, that's where we're going to end up. You know, everybody jokes and, you know, talks about like, you know, the Facebook police and everything like that. And it's, you know, yeah, it's funny. Until it starts to become reality. Okay? I mean, let, I mean let's be a real, realistic here. It's, when it comes down to it, how are you going to police somebody's thoughts? How are you? I don't know, but they're, it seems like they're trying their damnness to figure out on how they can do it. I don't know. I just... I see how things are going right now. And they're, they're heading... They're heading into a really, really bad place. They really are. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. You know, it's just... It's just a nightmarish uh, scenario. Yeah, you know, quite literally, 1984 was not supposed to be an instructional manual. And it seems like we, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, it seems like we're, we're on the bullet train heading towards that. And this train has no brakes. You know, everybody touted, you know, Trump being like, you know, the next savior of America and everything like this. 
And, you know, a lot of people fall for that. They did. But he's turning out to be just as bad. Okay? And, I mean, say what you want. But I find him particularly particularly weak on things like such as the Second Amendment. I think when it comes to the Second Amendment, he falls flat on his face with it. He does. And it just seems like everybody just... They seem to be okay with it because it's, you know, it's their guy. And that's, no, we need to, you know, we need to start holding people accountable for, you know, the things that they promise us when they're running for office. That's just, you know, my opinion. May not be everybody's opinion, may not even be a popular opinion, but it is my opinion. And as long as I'm able to express it, I will. So. I hope that, um, you know, give you guys, you know, something to think about, you know, something to talk about. And, uh, you know, really start looking at things for what they really are. Because before we know it, we won't even be able to do this. Okay, unless if it was sanctioned by the state you know countries have state-run media and it's what the government wants them to talk about it's what they're allowed to talk about and if we're not careful we're going to be right there with these with these countries doing the same thing and in in a lot of cases we're kind of there already. But instead of it being the state, it's more by political party. Okay. So it may not be state ran, but it's pretty damn close, in my opinion. Because, you know, like I said, it's just anything that is dis- uh, discerning to the popular belief at that time is quashed and is silenced. So instead of actually doing real journalism work, everybody just kind of goes along with the same narrative. And it doesn't matter which, you know, which uh, news outlet it is. They all read from the same script. You've seen the videos, I'm sure. There's plenty of videos where it's multiple um, mainstream media outlets reading from the same exact script from... NPR to Breitbart. So it just it's the same thing over and over and over. So I don't know. You guys let me know what you think about it. And if there's ever a time if there had ever been a time where you've been uh, censored I'd like to hear about it. And uh, I would like to uh, for you to tell your story on it. Uh, so if it's ever happened to you, you know, hit up the page and tell me about it. I would love to hear it. So, um, yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much, uh, where, where that is. Okay. That's, um, that's, that, I mean, there's really nothing more to say about it. 
Censorship is something that should not happen here in the United States. But it does. And it's funny, too, because like I said, it, you know, the same people who used to champion free speech are now the ones who are trying to quash it. And it seems that nobody is trying to defend it. Nobody who could, who are in a position that could possibly change things, rather. There's plenty of us, you know, normal people out here trying to do things to change it. But let's be real realistic here. That's not the goal. That's the furthest, furthest thing from their mind. They could care less. Like I said, they want us to stand, to be in line. They want us to be in lockstep. Because we're easily controlled that way. So when we do this, we're effectively making their job easier. Okay? I don't know. With all the craziness that's going on in the world right now, I don't... I, I don't know what to do. I really don't. And um, hopefully, and I'm hoping that with this year's election and, and the way that the numbers are scaling, it looks like we might have a fighting chance to really take a huge step away from the biggest lie that is the two-party system in this country and I hope I hope the American people take a huge leap away from the two-party system this election because honestly this hasn't been working it doesn't work so hopefully you know we we see something really make a change it would be really nice so just my opinion just my thoughts on that um it is what it is <laughs> forgive me it's late um i'm trying to uh really make sense of things while i'm also doing this uh this episode there's just been so much that's been going on the past few weeks and a lot of the things that I had talked about tonight on this episode that I keep seeing. And it's, quite frankly, it worries me on how this, on the direction that this country is going. Now, I know that every time that something like this happens, all the, uh, everything comes out. You know, with the removal of statues, with the limiting of free speech and everything like that. And it, and it seems, after a while, it seems like that it, it kind of dies down. But this time, I really don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just going to keep continuing. And I think it's going to gather more steam. And I really think that it's going to, dare I say, change this country and not in a good way. But like I said, that's just my opinion. I guess we'll see what happens. And hopefully, hopefully we get a chance to prevent that from happening. 
and hopefully that you know we get something better that has been uh, we've been forced to accept throughout time. Honestly, it's 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 time for something different. It, it, we we need to get away from the two party system for good. We really do. Because honestly, if this is the best out of a country that is full of bright, intelligent people, this is the best that we could do for the people who are supposed to run our country. We're doomed. Okay, so hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't happen again. But we'll see. <laughs> so, I don't know. Hopefully, we can right the situation here. But, well, that's uh, pretty much all that I got for you this week. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's been, it's just been a crazy, crazy time. Um, there's so much to talk about. There's so much things to go over. It's just going, trying to figure out how to go about it, honestly. And it's just, and trying to make sense of it. You really can't. I mean, we live, we live in some pretty messed up times. We really do. It's something, in this, something needs to change. I'm not quite sure what that is. And I hopefully somebody could figure it out soon enough because the way we're going is just it's just not a good place to be and I know I keep repeating that but I mean it, it, it it's it's true so I don't know guys um, like I said, we just need to figure it all out. And hopefully we will be able to here very soon. <laughs> so, with all that being said, um, I hope, uh, you know, the information and the things that I've talked about in tonight's episode, I really hope that it gave you something to think about, possibly something to talk about. Um, I don't know. You know, I would love to hear from you guys. You know, you tell me what you guys think. You know, drop me a line. Tell me what's up. Tell me what's going on. Let me know if I'm, uh, you know, doing a good job or a bad job or, you know, indifferent. <laughs> I would love to hear feedback. So, you know, just, uh, you know, go ahead and let me know. Well, uh, with that, you know, that's it. That's all I got for you this, uh, this week. And um, hopefully, uh, Hopefully, like I said, hopefully things will get better and start changing here soon. Because if not, we're in a world of trouble. And uh, it's just not a good place to be. So, but. All right, guys. Well, you know, with that being said, I hope, uh, you know, you guys have a good rest of the week. And I hope uh, you guys stay, uh, stay safe. And, uh, you know, just. Uh, keep going uh keep going strong and uh you know 
things will get better. They have to, right? Because if this is what the bottom looks like, the only way we can go is up. So, well, with all that being said, um, I hope you all have a really good week. And um, we'll get back together next week and uh, do it all over again. So, until then, you all take care of one another. Be safe. Be vigilant. You know, keep your ear to the ground. Keep your nose to the air. This is Rusty. You guys have a good week. Rusty out.